0: What's going on, Love Quest Nation? Thank you for tuning into the Love Quest podcast. Get your Bibles ready, get your notebook, get your coffee, get some water, whatever you need to do, and get ready to receive. The time is right now. Let's go. Um, can we give a round of applause for the team that came out yesterday? Come on. Hey Amen. Thank you. Right. And I was so touched yesterday. (laughs) I was going to stay home, get today's message ready. And then immediately I get a text message from Troy. He's like, look, sir. I was like, dang. And uh, I drove over here and I walked up to it and. It was really cool to. Fill the team, whether y'all know it or not. Fill the team. Give me back faith. Yes, sir. Y'all, man, they, y'all got to, un- where Elder John at? Where you, okay. See, yes, every, mostly every person that was here didn't come to Love Quest like faith people. And this is why you got to sow faith because there's going to be a day where your faith gets weak and then there are people that when you was there, when they was weak, they're going to be strong for you. And it's like this ongoing cycle of strength that happens. Right. And so it was really cool to walk up and they give me back what we give them when they're going through. What nobody in. They was like, Pastor, we got it. You just gonna do your thing. And what's my thing? I got to go figure it out. I got to go call buildings. I got to figure out, God, or what, what are you saying? Are we coming back in the building tomorrow? It's Christmas. Man, I, I, I don't want to cut the capacity because that's souls, and I want to be ready for you to fill your house. And what do I do? And oh, man, New Year's Eve is coming. And what about the insurance? We can't think about the insurance right now because the insurance people is having Christmas right now. So You're going to drive yourself crazy trying to contact people to come and rush. And your emergency ain't always somebody else's emergency. So instead of focusing on what I can't control, I focus on what I can't control and the team that came in here and cleaned up and they the, the the men they were out there grabbing the poles and shoveling and you know I mean, man, like 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 ask day where he was. This time last year, ask Adam, like ask these men, would they ever imagine building God's house, shoveling snow just so somebody might have a seat at the table? Right. Lives are being changed in this garage. And sometimes I don't know who I'm talking to, but sometimes you don't got time to allow your sad to paralyze you. It's not about did the tent the tent what happened? Did it frustrate me? Am I upset? Could I talk to people why we didn't do this and why but 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 there's people preparing to come and be impacted tomorrow and a lot of time what we call tragedy or or Uh, uh, speed bumps they're just distractions and if you just push through a moment of frustration real legit frustration you'll find out that's where joy is if you stop trying to control and change the outcome it is what it is it happened they left you they don't want to talk to you the the roof cave in the insurance company got over on you it is what it is but god is still on the throne talking to other churches and we had the other option. I'm like, nah, we're gonna focus if we're gonna spend some money, we're gonna spend it on New Year's Eve celebration. That's gonna be a lot more. It's gonna be elegant and it, so so we'll have some news for you about uh New Year's Eve that right now it's here but we're looking at some other locations that will better uh suit our suits and <laughs> dresses and uh our citizens ball but I think I got a word to share on this last Sunday of the year for me i'm competitive so it's like finishing the season the last game of a season i want to finish the season strong i want to finish the last sunday strong because this isn't just another day this is a day that god gave me life i don't know about you maybe you just like ah, can't wait to get this year over you may not make it out the year there's people right now that's hooked up to on life support in a the hospital. There's people who couldn't celebrate Christmas with their loved ones. But in this moment, are you understanding that this is the last Sunday of a year you will never see again, nor will you get back? And what you have to understand, it doesn't matter how you started. It doesn't matter how you ended up last week. But what matters is how you end this year. Right. God is still faithful. And so let me let me open up this this message and let's see where we go. OK. Pray for me as I pray for you. Let's see if it see if it change some lives tonight. But I thought I'd go from this. This idea. this title. I wish I had yesterday because it, it was a message going to be preached yesterday. That I was going to set up today. But then we're going to we're we just going to blend it together. Is that cool? Now, anybody excited to hear the word? Come on. Say, I am good ground. You can sow the seed of life in my heart. And I promise it will not be a waste of time. I will produce in Jesus' name. I come from the title, Everything Changed. Everything Changed. Revealed for glory. Revealed. I don't know about... I don't know about what kind of plans you have for the day you show up, the day you finally step into who God created you to be. I don't, I don't know how your life has ended up since Jesus came into your life, but this is what I do understand. No matter what it looks like today, the moment Jesus came into your life, everything changed. And how many people know that not all change is noticeable? <laughs> let me tell you something. If you stop eating fried food tomorrow, by Wednesday, you, you would have lost some calories and some weight. A little bit. You just eggs X out, X out fried food. And I know all you, all you healthy people is saying, no, that's not true. Let, let me finish what I'm saying. You take out the fried food. For me, if I take out fried food, I'm eliminating chips. There's a whole lot of snacks I would not eat. And all you snackers, fried food is a lot of what you snack on. And you take away some snacks. Now, listen, I know healthy folks will say, but if you eat this, then you're just going to replace that. And you're just going to get bigger. You're going to get more unhealthy. All right, you exile fried food. You exile sugar. There are some changes that are going to take place. Like when we fast and we do that first day where we do no food, just all liquids, right? It's frustrating, but you can't go without food and change is not occurring. There's, there's as much, let me, let me tell you, when you go without the food, you may be frustrating, but there's also benefits taking place in the frustration right and and what I do understand the day I got saved the first day I got saved and the day I got baptized I did not get out the water with noticeable change I still cuss when I after I got baptized how many people still was just a a wet demon when they got out the baptism pool okay amen right right some of you been in church most of your life some of you have Pastors as parents and some of you, but you still struggling and still got some nasty attitude You still think the same in some ways, but what I'm trying here's the good news There is no way that Jesus is in your life and change hasn't happened Rather you some change don't happen until you actually renew your mind there's change you got to renew your mind to so you can understand the true changes that has happened. And that's why he say renew your mind. So I'm here to tell you even those that are hard on themselves, Even those that have all these goals and you're not satisfied until you complete all of them. I'm here to tell you that change has happened. And let me tell you this. The moment you walked into this church, into the presence of God. Everything changed. Okay. Right now, if I go jump in some water, just like I am. (laughs) Right? Wouldn't be smart. But everything would change the moment I jump in the water. From what I'm wearing to what I'm thinking to how my body is responding to life. If I hop out the water, I eventually will dry off. And then things will change. The day that I jumped into and Jesus jumped into me, the day I received Jesus, whether I realized it or not, everything changed. Okay? And if I continue to stay on this journey with Jesus, it's only a matter of time that my awareness of my change catch up with my change. I'm trying to encourage somebody in here because you're too hard on yourself. And you're looking for, you're looking for so many Uh, You got five goals and you won't celebrate until you finish the fifth one. Instead of learning how to celebrate and be happy for even the tiniest change. Some of you should be celebrating you finally coming back to church. You finally found a good church. Do you know how huge it is for over half of y'all to be at church on a Christmas evening? You can't tell me change ain't occurred. How many people in here was not in church last Christmas? Raise your hand. Some of y'all lying last Christmas. We didn't even have a Christmas service, so everybody should be raising their hand. Right? Here's the a, here's a point. Here's here, here, here. I want to, before I move on, there's no way you can come in his presence and things don't change. Here's the thing. If I got out of the water, I will eventually dry off. All those changes occur. So you can leave this place. You can get out the water. You can get out of your word. You can stop praying. You can stop going to church. And eventually, guess what will happen? You'll dry off. It doesn't mean that change did not enter your life. The issue is, is you don't know how to stay wet. You don't know how to keep joy in your life, keep peace in your life. Keep, you know what I mean? You, 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 you continue to end up in places that dry you out. And I'm determined that you end the year with so much momentum that no matter what comes your way, 2023, nothing will stop you. You are the purpose of his birth. (laughs) We make this day all about Jesus, and it is. But you cannot talk about Christmas without talking about you. Oh, man. I'm trying to get rid of the religious spirit where you're like, no, it's not about me. Well, what the heck did he come for? Why do you keep eliminating yourself out of the salvation story? Man, I didn't come here to play with y'all. I don't, I don't end games or years dry, okay? We're going to shout before we leave this place, okay? Why are we going to shout? Because it's Christmas. You, you you it it, it even my point to be here tonight is not to talk merely about a boy and a son i can't talk about jesus and his purpose without talking about you because you was his purpose you do know the only reason he even came into this world was because of you you are the purpose of his birth you are the purpose of his life You are the purpose of his death, and you are the purpose of his resurrection. You are the purpose of his existence. He exists because of you, (laughs) and you exist because of him. This is a beautiful story, and this is what I hope you get for the rest of your life. The only reason he came is because you needed him, and I needed him. And every aspect of his life was simply for you. In the midst of judgment, there is the promise and the certainty of the Lord's deliverance. In the midst of judgment, in the midst of judgment, there is promise and the certainty of the Lord's deliverance. Let me, judgment, a lot of people when things happen in the world, they're like, oh, that's God judging the earth. Okay. Okay. Let me tell you, God don't have to judge the earth because sin already has consequences. You know, when you set your alarm at 2 a.m. for 10 a.m., you don't have to wake up and say, go off. It's already set. That's what principles do. Principles produce a harvest. Whether you work it or don't work it, it produce give and it shall be given. God don't have to give you nothing else. He's already set a principle in motion. So what I'm telling you is when we see the world acting a fool, it's almost judging itself or it's almost reaping the consequences of what's already been deemed of it for its actions. For the wages of sin is what? Death principle God don't got to do nothing else you act a fool guess what you're gonna get full harvest but here's the important part in the midst of full harvest there's glory harvest okay in the midst of judgment there is the promise and the certainty of the Lord's deliverance. So no matter how dark it gets in consequence of sin, there is a promise and a certainty of deliverance. I actually really think this heater can go off because we have torches going on. Absolutely. There is the promise and the certainty of the Lord's deliverance and there shall be no gloom for her who was in anguish. Isaiah prophesied some good stuff. He was pointing to a day of salvation. You better hear. You're like, well, wait a minute. Won't you talk about the little boy in the manger? It's Christmas. Yeah, we've been talking about the little boy in the manger, and the story of the manger ain't saved nobody. Because <laughs> we done made him more about a little boy than a deliverer. Right, right. Let me make sure you hear what I'm telling you. Jesus saves, not the story of Jesus. Come on, come on, come on. This is where you get to twi- it. How many people then heard about the story of Jesus? And it ain't changed nobody. But it is Jesus, the person. The re- we got to stop presenting him as a fairy tale. He is a person. He is grace. He is wisdom. He is truth. He is life. He is the bread of life. There's the promise of deliverance in the midst of all that we're going through. There is promise and certainty of deliverance. This is very important for where we're about to go. He says, "There be, shall be no gloom for her who was in anguish." And if you're a male, you can't be like, "Oh, that's not my scripture," because he's talking about a her. I'm not her. No, no. If you saved, you're a part of her, the bride of Christ. In the former time, the Lord brought into contempt the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, But in the latter time, he will make it what? Glorious. Why is this important? Because no matter what comes, there is a guarantee of glory. And I'm not just talking about when you die and when Jesus returned. No, in your lifetime, no matter what, came, rain came, wind blew, there's a promise of glory. By the way of the Sea of Galilee, and we keep going. The people who, talked in, who walked in darkness, the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of intense darkness and the shadow of death. And the shadow of death upon them has the light shine. You, O oh Lord, have multiplied the nation and increased their joy. That is where that is where you say hallelujah. It is not like, hey, here's joy. No, jo- joy from Jesus increases. What? Never maxes out. The only way joy, ma- joy can't max out. Because to live is Christ and to die is gain. So when you leave this dimension, you go into even a greater dimension of joy. <laughs> this is good news. This is why that no matter how sad and frustrated I was yesterday, I had something to look forward to. What? The body coming together. This is glory. They rejoice before you like the joy in harvest. We've been talking about harvests here, right? Guess what is in harvest? It's joy. If it ain't joy, it ain't harvest. If it ain't no joy in the harvest, it ain't God's harvest. I think think it's one of those things as you get older, joy means more to you things mean less to you I I get it now I get it in parenting for a lot of you young people things are very important they make you feel important but as you get older and you see life leaving you what really matters start to really matter But if you can listen to older people who are at that door and apply it to yourself now, you you will have more valuable days in your life. You always thinking older people hating on you and they old. No, you might be dumb for not listening to the older people because not listening to people who been where you going and where you at is not wise. But you'll listen to some friends that'll compliment you, like you, and make you feel good because you're insecure. But young people, let me help you out. People have been somewhere, and you don't have to experience the pain if you just tap into their pain. I paid some people pay pain prices. If we could just listen, you don't get if I could just tell you getting drunk and high ain't the business. Well, that was for you. Our body is different. Okay, go ahead then. Right, go to school and take four years to finish. Maybe try three. Don't be like, oh, and I'm going to go try everything I, that my parents kept me from. Let me, let me help you out. If you got parents that's trying to keep you from something, count it as a blessing. You know how ignorant you sound that somebody is willing to get a life up for you. And you know how many parents have given their kids up? <laughs> well, you know what you're telling your parents when you say, leave me alone. What you're saying is give me up. The fact that you live in a home where people care about you and you got somebody that's texting you saying, where are you at? I'm trying to help you because this is why this message is, this part is important because people your age is dying before their parents. This this, this is a generation where young people dying before their parents. Hallelujah. For to us a child is born and to us a son is given and the government shall be upon his shoulder And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting. I read that because that's like the Christmas scripture. That's what we gotta hear on Christmas. Of the increase of his government. Just go read that on your own. I don't don't wanna read that right now. But I just put it there just so you know I'm tapped into Christmas. But we're gonna move on to something. We're not just talking about a son, we're not just talking about a child. But we are talking about a king, deliverer, provider, and a healer. We're not, we're not just talking about, oh, baby, Jesus. No, 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 no. We're talking about a king. We're talking about a deliverer. We're talking about a provider. We're talking about a healer. You get what I'm saying? This is not just some cute story. This is a baby, a king, a deliverer, a provider who had to come as a baby. Why did he have to come as a baby? Because him on that cross wasn't it for us. So he had to come, how we came; be tempted, how we came. He had to be born, how we was born. He had to die, how we was, how we gonna die. <laughs> but don't get it twisted. You know how many people in the Old Testament couldn't come near God? And then he came into a point where a human was able to swallow him. Wait, don't get it twisted. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted. I messed up the picture. I'll do it again. Listen, listen, you got it, you got it, okay, <laughs> listen, got it, all right, <laughs> listen, listen, He's he was too, he is too holy, Jesus comes fully God, fully man, once in a form we couldn't come close to, Then he presents himself in a form we he needs us to carry him. You're gonna talk about a relationship. He 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 you gotta understand the last time he was intimate with us that way is when he breathed in our nostrils. Now he needs us to feed him. This is a God who is wanting to be close to us, with us, intimate. We're not just talking about a little boy. Victory is revealed through the hands and work of Jesus Christ in our lives. Victory is revealed through the hands. Let me let me make sure you understand what today's topic is. Everything changed but don't forget revealed for glory. Where we're going to go is yes, we're going to talk about Jesus, but we got to make it practical. God is about to reveal you. <laughs> Come on, fistful, air pump. There we go. God is about to reveal He told Abraham, I will make your name famous. Now understand, God is not going to reveal you without revealing himself through you. Just for the the people that need to hear that part. I understand what I'm saying. But what I'm trying to say to you is, is you can't hide that much longer. You can't keep saying they're better than me. You can't. Let me tell you, this is the year where disqualifying yourself will not work. Okay. Can I preach to somebody that, that has a history of disqualifying themselves? This is the year that I don't care how long you've put off your ministry. Your ministry can't be put off no more. It is about your ministry about to present itself to you. You, you, you know how to, you know how to look. The, the mama bird pushed the bird out the nest and say, you're going to learn today. Look at your neighbor and say, you're going to learn today. God is about to push you out the nest today. <laughs> say revealed. revealed. Come on, let's say a little stronger. Say revealed. revealed. Hey, re- reveal is powerful. Amen. Right? You, can, you just think, you can, look, you can look at me and be like, man, Pastor T, clean. And then one day you come to the basketball game and you be like, dang, Pastor T got tats all over his arms. You didn't know that. But the fact that I reveal my arms to you at least makes you think you know me a little better. You, you, because, because more of me was revealed. Here, here's what you got to understand. You're about to be revealed because he's about to reveal himself to you. I ain't never had God reveal himself to me and I have not increased in who I am. Because the Bible says in Matthew 10, when you find me, you'll find you and me right there in the same place. So when God show up, guess who else show up? Me show up. Say, I'm about to show up because he about to show up. This is why he about to show up, the reason the son of God baby jesus the only reason little baby jesus wasn't it so cute wasn't it so cute at the production we seen little baby jesus mary was cute joseph was cute you was cute joseph don't act like you you was cute joseph But but wouldn't it be a shame if all we did was go the rest of our lives only knowing that picture? See, they've packaged that picture for Christmas. They don't want you to know grown Jesus. (laughs) If they really celebrating Christmas... (laughs) We would not stop here at the manger, but we're going to pause at the manger today for a second because you're going to find yourself there. The reason the Son of God was made manifest or made visible was to do one thing, to undo, destroy, loosen, and dissolve the works of the devil. Now, I want you to know, every time God shows up, he's come to do this. I'm trying to tell you. As soon as Jesus walks in the room... Everything changes. Why? Because he destroys and loosens and dissolves. It ain't no time that Jesus walks in the room, demons don't start running. There's things in 2023 that has to evacuate your life. Oh. Look, it ain't because you changed, it's because He walked into your life. I'm, I'm trying to tell you, I don't, I don't know about you, but you never you, 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 you ever talk to yourself? You ever try to encourage yourself? You, you, you ever talk down to yourself? You ever think bad thoughts? Wow, wow, wow. When I look at you, all I think is wow thoughts. You look in the mirror and you like, ugh. How many people ever look at themselves and those thoughts in your mind? you like, I don't like that. That's why you put on makeup today because you're like, ooh. That's why you put on a suit today because you're like, oh, we could do better than that. Right? So whether it's thoughts, whether you, but right, right, what I'm saying in 2023, you're going to have to start encouraging yourself a little. You're going to have to talk to yourself. You're going to have to talk. It ain't nothing wrong with you looking in the mirror and saying, oh, okay, okay. How many times you look at somebody else and be like, okay, okay. No, do you, think, you think it's not humility because you compliment yourself. No, arrogance and cockiness and conceitedness is an issue of the heart, not the mouth. So just because I tell myself, okay, okay, PT. Right? What what you bought a mirror for if you ain't going to compliment yourself? If you ain't got no mirrors in your house, something wrong with you. And if you're going to spend the time to look in the mirror, talk to your, okay. Act like you look in the mirror right now and say, okay. Look at you, boy. Hey, if you ain't gonna love yourself, see, you gotta give yourself the first compliment today. So when you go out there, you ain't thirsty. You don't wait for nobody to compliment you. So when somebody else compliments you, you can just be like, I know, I know. Thank you for joining the team. Man, I'm telling you, hey, Michael, what I realized, man, is the church has done away with people's confidence. You got, if you're going to compete, if you're going to be a champion, you got to know you're good. Right? I just, I just feel like 2023, there's going to be a whole lot of victory revealed. There's going, I'm going to hear a lot of stories of people triumphant in their finances, their relationships. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I really feel in your body, I feel victory is about to be the theme of 2023. I'm I'm talking about pure. I'm I'm talking about the victory in 2023 going to be pure. What what do I, what do I, what do man, you got to understand what I'm saying right now. There's things that you have needed to feel victorious or feel good about yourself or feel comfort. But I'm saying in this next year, there's gonna be things that you used to need to feel what God has already given you. And so what I'm saying, the pacifiers are about to fall out your pocket. Yeah, there's gonna be things you don't need to feel important. Things you're not going to need to feel loved. There's some I love you's you're not going to need no more. There's some looks you ain't going to need no more. Uh, Today we celebrate the end of hell's reign and rule over our lives. This is the day when Jesus was born. Joy can now join the party and peace has pierced darkness. That's not just some little baby in the manger. That's joy joining the party and peace piercing darkness. This is why they were threatened when baby, go kill baby Jesus, go kill all the babies. Why are you killing all the babies? Jesus was a threat as a baby. Let me, can I help somebody in here, please? Can I help somebody in here? Bless you. Can I help somebody? Can I help somebody? This might be the first time you've ever heard this in your life. There is no one that God has allowed to make it on this side of earth. That was not a threat to hell. (laughs) When you were born, you were a threat. I just don't think nobody told you. That's why you experienced that molestation. That's why you experienced that rape. That's why you experienced a childhood where people talked down to you. Why would you be talked down to? Why would you have to experience a dad or a mom not being in your life? Why Let me help you. The only reason that you are going through this on this side of earth is because you're a threat. And you're a threat to future generations being victorious. And I want you to know if the enemy could discourage you, he could discourage generations. If he could get you to quit, there's some generations that will not make it. Everyone is here because someone kept going. And while they were there, the time came for her deliverer, delivery, and her deliverer. You better tell somebody. She gave birth to her deliverance. mean, Y'all better shut up. She delivered her deliverance. This is what I'm saying. What are you got? What is bringing pain in your life that is in the future going to deliver your butt? What business plan that it seemed like it's hell to get your business off the ground. But like Joseph, one day because you kept going and rewriting the plan and rewriting the vision and you saved the money and you abandoned some fun so you can get ahead. But one day that business is going to deliver somebody. Come on, somebody. You got to deliver something that's gonna deliver you one day. Somebody, somebody, how it work? My mama, my mama, who's over here? She used to, she used to pray over me. Now, and, and she sold prayer into me. She sold faith into me. Now I can pray over her. And so you see how it work. She gave birth to something that was gonna bring birth back. Man, you better stop playing with somebody. It's a cycle of life. What is inside of you? That hell is threatened of coming out. And I'm telling you, 2023, the time came for her delivery. 2023, the time has come for your, whatever it is, her coming out. And she gave birth to her son. The firstborn, she wrapped him in swaddling clothes, laid him in a manger, because there was, ah, see, this is just a scripture, right? You think you're just reading the Bible, but if you could just really, and I'm going to help you, some things be revealed, make them practical for you. But when I read this over and over and over, I saw some stuff and I was like, oh, oh, because there was no room or place for them. You wonder why for some of you all your life you ain't found room. You wonder why over the last few years, the Lord, you think they've left you just like you think leaves fall off a tree. No, trees let leaves go. (laughs) And so God, because there are some things and some people and some places you haven't been let been been strong enough to let go. God has allowed them to let you go. God has allowed friction in those places. God has allowed certain places in your life to dry up. You don't even get happy no more. You're trying too hard now. What used to be easy now is harder. God has left that place. Look at this. There was no room or place for them in the end crowd. I hate to say it to you, but you don't fit everywhere. Stop trying to make people and places fit in your life. You just ain't that. Stop, stop trying to fit. There's no room. There's no vacancies. All the rooms are, are taken. Let them be that. But as long as you try to be that, you go struggle and thank God for the rest. in Mary, because she said, I'll take what I can. There was no room in the end. So Jesus was put in a place in a rack for fodder or a structure or feeder used to hold food for animals. Our Savior was hidden. (laughs) Follow me. Mangers are mostly used in livestock raising and generally found at stables and farmhouses. Our Savior is in a container used to feed animals. Our Savior. <laughs> that Jesus was hidden to be revealed. And here we are frustrated. Won't well, nobody... We say we overlooked. What if I say you wasn't overlooked, you've just been hidden? (laughs) Okay. They are also used to feed wild animals. Follow me. How how do you say this? How do you say the Latin word? I would say it, but I got some Latin people in here and I don't want to disrespect nobody. If you don't know, then we all in the same family then. We good. I I want to say munger care, but then I don't know what kind of accent I just put on it. It just, huh? It's good? All right. All right. All right. We ain't good. None of the Latin people know what's up. Okay, amen. But look what it means. To eat. Now, Now, we can get spiritual. We can get spiritual and understand that God is always bidding us to come to the bread of life. But this was a place for animals to eat. A manger, or I love this word because it allowed me to play with some words, but crib. Here's how Jesus was hidden. He was hidden in a crib, wasn't made for humans. He was a savior, but he was hidden as a carpenter. He was a deliverer, but he was hidden as a criminal. There's glory in your just. And what I mean by this is it wasn't just a crib. He wasn't just a carpenter. You're, You're not just anything. God will use your just. Stop minimizing what you have, where you are, who you are, who you've been surrounded by. No, this ain't just no garage. This is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Hey, this is why God gonna bless us because we, we ain't just in no tents. Love Quest, nothing we've been in have we treated as just. Everywhere we've been, we swore we was in something you put it to me this a cathedral most people would be in the garage throw some paint on it just no every time i'm in here i'm walking around i'm like okay we're gonna fix that and put that cord over there what do you mean we just in the garage No, no 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 god's best being unveiled in your life is dependent on how you deal with your just seasons Amen. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's right. yeah 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 we in three garages but they ain't just no garages these will these will be garages of deliverance these are garages of salvation these are garages of healing these are garages of hope come on come on These are garages of life. You you know what's so crazy? I have had several people. First of all, the owner that owned the place next door, he used to walk around the garages and pray that there was a church here. And then you know what I just found out? Anna's mama shared with us. She went to college down the street. Bible college down the street. And they used to walk around this neighborhood praying that a church come. No, this ain't, you, what, what do you mean? See, see, some believers saw a community that the city thought was ran down and towed up. Oh, that's just Wally. Mm, what if God said, that's just Malachi? That's just Tavon. Man, can I get somebody that's gracious? I mean, grateful that God didn't say, that's, that, that's just, that's just Troy. Come on, can I get anybody? That's, that's just Andrew. That's just Effie. Right? That's just, that's just John. That's, no, 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 no. That ain't just, that's just God's child. There's glory in your just. In the hands of Emmanuel, everything change. What is Emmanuel? God with us. Not God visiting us. God with us. In the hands of Emmanuel, there's always tomorrows and in and, and three days. I love, I love this, I love this. I know it's a little slang or whatever you want to think. And tomorrow keeps on getting better, but you got to step into it. In the hands of Emmanuel, there's always tomorrows and in three days. Oh, Jesus died, but he said, but in three days. Right? You, you see Joshua and them on one side, but the word of God said, Tomorrow. Let me let me help you and Joshua said to the people sanctify yourself set yourself apart Preserve yourself in in other words deem yourself as special Don't just let anything in your life. Don't just put anything in your mouth. Don't just set your eyes on anything Separate yourself for a special holy purpose. Why can somebody say that for me for what? Come on for what? The Lord will do wonders among you. See, why am I excited? Because I really believe this stuff. I grab the word. I grab the word. He says, "He says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through bullet, the strong." Like you grab the word, and you take anything that opposes the word of God, and you 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 grab it, and you hold the word over it. So, no matter what tomorrow is said to be on the news. No matter what the doctor says tomorrow looks like, the word of God says tomorrow the Lord's going to do wonders. I just got to what? Set myself apart. (laughs) Psalm 30 says, for his anger is but for a moment. What are you talking about, Pastor? Revealed. Revealed. Well, you might be going through some darkness, but you're only going through some darkness so some light can be revealed. Man, shut up. I I wish people could understand this principle and this truth. God is allowing you to go through the valley of the shadow of death. He encourages you to fear no evil only so you can know that he is with you. You don't appreciate light. If I pull my phone out right now and turn my light on. You wouldn't appreciate that but if we turn off all the lights and we say put your lighters up it's beautiful I'm, I'm here to tell you if you want to see glory you got to be willing to go through gory you got to be willing to go through dark you got to be willing to, if you want to see God you got to be willing to go through some tough patches in your life he says but we may endure for a night Joy comes in the morning. What he said is, it may be dark tonight, but what's about to be revealed is something that's going to cause you to have what? Joy. Let, let, Let me pause for a second, okay? Let me pause for a second. The problem about being a part of a faith community is you don't really feel the fullness of when you go through tough times. That's a problem, but it's a blessing because when it's time to really like put a praise on it, it's like, but man, have we really went through something? If we just really pause for a minute and thought about COVID, like, but you was a part of a church that COVID didn't stop. So you don't really, you're not a part of a community where COVID really did you in and families were broken apart and depression settled in. Like we just came out of some dark times. Let's go back to when we couldn't go nowhere and there wasn't no toilet paper on the shelves. (laughs) Think of the craziness that was going on. Think of the restrictions. If you go here, if you go there, wash your hands. Think of the the tension in the streets. Folks getting mad because you didn't have no mask on. Getting attitudes. And you up in the milk, you in the refrigerator getting milk for five minutes and you mad because I reached over you to pick my milk because I know what milk I want and you want me to stand over there till you pick your milk out. Then the church was almost divided over shots. Families torn apart over shots. And if you don't think that what we just came out of does not have long term. But the good news is it doesn't for those that stayed in him. Now, I'm going to go pretty quick, okay? So, your, your part is, you're going to go with me. You're going to push. You're going to push. You know how you're driving? Is a manual or stick shift? I didn't say Emmanuel. I said <laughs> manual, right? Is that a manual, right? You know, when you need help, you're you pushing it, and then people, right? This, I'm giving y'all permit. Push me. Push and pull. We're about to go somewhere. Is that cool? Yeah. All right. For nothing is hidden. Man, me and my my wife, I I, I think we've been been hidden. And if you're hidden too long, you start second-guessing your global call. Or whatever God has called you. You start second-guessing that big business you dreamed about. You, you start second guessing that career and you get in the midst and start changing things because it wasn't cracking. You didn't get the attention. I don't know how many times somebody said, hey, let's do a photo shoot and I'm going to help you. Hey, let's, let's do this album. I'm going to help you do this. You know how many people came in my life, said this, going to help me, help me, help me, help me. And then we do something and they, sh- they disappear. It's the weirdest thing. You ever have people and things come in your life where you pick up your hope, you invested in it, and then it just all of a sudden just don't happen? Right school recruits you you come and they promise you all this a church recruits you you come and they promise and it just psh, psh, psh. You get a new job and you like excited you tell your parents you get a whole new Wardrobe because you got this new job and once you get in there you find out that it ain't what they sold you on And you like God what the heck's going on I don't know who I'm talking to God said don't change your career <laughs> Don't, don't he, God says don't worry about that promotion you got to become a student because he needs you to learn some things. because he going to give you your own? Yeah. Yeah. I, I need some people to understand and hear me before we leave this year. It ain't always the devil. It's God. He's hiding you and he has been hiding you. But the scripture says he's only hidden you to reveal you. Now, I don't know about you, man, but I, I, I've been I've been hidden for a long time. Two thousand seven, my wife and I—we said yes, and I said yes, and but man, we just been plowing. And this is what you always oh, this this is what I realized God had to remind me. He says, stop. Having false humility in the area of your rewards. Boldly receive, declare, and accept that the faithfulness that you have shown, the harvest that supersedes that is coming because it's promised. Hey, 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 don't you dare be faithful, but then try to dumb down the harvest of faithfulness. He said he is the rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Prosperity is on God's mind about you. Nor has anything been kept secret but that it would come to light. That is that is things are hidden only temporarily. I don't care how much of a drought it seemed like you've been in. I don't care how long you've been frustrated about whatever you've been frustrated about. I'm trying to tell you, whoever I'm talking to, it's temporary. If it's something that needs to be turned around, God's about to turn it around. If it's something that needs to be lifted up, God's about to lift it up. If it's something that's got to die, then it's about to die. But it's only been temporary. Why has it been temporary? Because there's an appropriate time. (laughs) and this is what i've had to learn to understand as much as i wanted to rush the building permit we super close we just we just we just submitted our our dvp you don't even know what a dvp is i I barely know what a dvp is but it's a huge stack of papers it's very important okay we're right there we're super close we're right there listen but i realized the process of getting the building permit is less about the building it's more about the building And you keep making what you're going through about the thing. But God is using the thing because the important thing has to be constructed and built and developed, and character has to be developed. You are the important thing, not the job, not the broken relationship. God is allowing you to go through this brokenness because there's something in you that has to be molded and developed and built up. Stop eliminating yourself. Just because you've been hidden doesn't mean you haven't been seen. God is opening the right eyes to see you and blinding the wrong eyes to discovering you. I'm out to help somebody today. I want to help somebody today. I am, so, I am so happy you didn't see me. You don't want the wrong attention. How I many people thought, thought that? You, you know that little joker that, that didn't smooth talk to you? You know that little joker that smooth talking you and then he got you. And then you found out it wasn't all what it But it, Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. She was fine, but you found out she was a demon, right? You, saw, you know what I'm talking about. I dare you to pray this more. Lord, don't let them see me if they ain't supposed to. Lord, only reveal me to those that will love me the way you. See, this is what you got to do more of. Be okay with being hidden. Because when you're constantly putting yourself out there, you are revealing yourself to people who wasn't meant to see you. All right, how are we going to rush this? How are we going to do this Okay, the hail the struck down throughout all the land of Egypt, everything that was in the field, but man and beast and the hell beat down all the vegetation in the field and shattered every tree of the field. Okay, follow me. Only in the land of Goshen where the Israelites were, was there no hell. If you stay in the Lord in 2023, no matter what hell is broken out around you. All hell could break out, but as long as I am hidden in Jesus, pardon me, but. <laughs> no weapon form will prosper no gate in hell will prevail no mountain standing will deter me and no giant taunting will stop me 2nd <laughs> Corinthians 4 says this before I go to the birth of Emmanuel returned us to the face and heart of God for our light Momentary affliction this slight distress of the passing hour is ever more and more abundantly preparing You see you see what these afflictions do? They are preparing you this building permit is preparing us one day. We are gonna look back at these days Oh my god, remember the tent and it's gonna be a day where we buying tents for people It's gonna be days where you you, you know what I'm saying if you stop at a at a tore down tent You never get the building that's gonna give people their tents Preparing and producing and achieving for us an everlasting weight of glory, beyond all measure, excessively surpassing all comparisons and all calculations, a vast and transcendent glory. And what's being produced in you is something so much more weightier. This is one of my most favorite scriptures I've ever seen in my life. Coming up, you ready to hear this? Are you ready to see this? This is gonna blow your socks off. Let me see. Let me see. I got a few more slides, and we going. This is my last Sunday. I don't know about you, this is my last Sunday of the year. Listen, listen. Are you ready for this scripture? I hope it's good to you because I'm putting dubs on it, but, but that's okay. And the city has no need of the sun, nor of the moon to give light to it. For the splendor and radiance of God illuminated and the Lamb is its lamp. No, y'all, y'all, y'all gotta, y'all, oh, y'all gotta see this. God needs no help illuminating you. He says, He says, man's lights, the stage lights, the cameras, Instagram, whatever man puts out there for you to shine is nowhere near the illumination that the glory of God puts on your life. This is what Isaiah 60 says. The glory of the Lord is up on you. This is why there's some things in 2022 that I am adamant about cutting out because I want to make sure nothing but pure light is coming out in 2023. There, this is what I'm telling you. You will not need assistance next year to shine. There's a difference between obeying instructions and needing assistance. If you obey instructions, it will bring the assistance. But if all you look for is assistance and you abandon instructions, you will not give birth to what God is calling you to give birth to in 2023. The city has no need of the God. The city, the church, we don't need the light the world needs. All right, I'm going to give you two stories of David. First, when they came looking for him, and lastly, when he showed himself today, uh, to, to Goliath. Okay, real quick. Jesse made, Jesse made seven of his sons pass before. What does the number seven mean? Completion. This is why waiting is important. This is why you can't be jealous because seven people went before you. This is why you can't trip if other people's churches took off before yours or if somebody else got the contract or the husband or the wife before you. Stop looking in other people's windows being jealous of their dinner table. Jesse made seven of his sons pass before Samuel and Samuel said to Jesse, "Um, excuse me, they cool, but the Lord has not chosen none of these. And I would much rather be who God has chosen than who you chose. don't choose me you don't gotta be my favorite you don't gotta be my friend you don't gotta like my style you don't gotta like my 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 height you don't gotta like nothing about me but guess what i am chosen not forsaken i am who he says i am Man, if you can get the people pleasing and the worrying about what people think about you out of your system for 2023, watch what God does. I need one approval. I only need one approval. He says, then he said to Jesse, are all your sons here? Jesse said, there is yet the youngest. This is 2023. There's folks going to be coming looking for you. Because you didn't qualify before. They didn't like you before. Some people, God didn't allow them to hire you or partner with you or give you the money. God was hiding you. Don't, Don't trip you didn't get the loan. Don't trip that they didn't believe in your vision three years ago. I'm not shutting my business down because you don't like it or you don't approve it. So what if you don't like buttermilk cookies? So what? I'm going to keep making these buttermilk cookies because God told me to. All I need is one person to taste these cookies and my business is going to go off. (laughs) That sounds good. He is tending the sheep. See on Elder John. Elder Roseanne, who I'm who I'm talking to. Who am I talking to? Carolyn Adam. Who am I talking to? This is why you can expect God to call you forward next year. Because when he came looking for you, you was doing the last thing that he told you. I'm talking to some people who didn't who didn't. Hey, hey, this is why next year is your year. Because when he showed up, you was you didn't let the anointing or the call or people patting you on the back push you out of position. You didn't let the family that was saying that church is this and that church. No, you stayed the course, and God is about to reward your diligence. Whoever this is for, God is about to reward your diligence. No, it's coming to me. It's coming to you. You kept loving your husband. You kept loving your wife. You kept loving your children. You stayed faithful at your job. You kept integrity. God is coming for you. (laughs) Send for him. For we will not sit until he is here. I'm sorry, but there's just some stuff in this world that can't pop off until I show up. <laughs> hey, here, here's what the hating spirit will say. Bring it down, because we've had haters, right? You got haters when you say something like that. Why wouldn't you? You go ask Dr. Dre. Is he the best producer in the world? He probably. T- you go ask him You go ask Jay Z. You go ask LeBron. You go ask any, and they're gonna tell you, "Yeah, I'm the best." Why well, we got a hundred rappers saying I'm the best rapper alive? <laughs> How has dumbing yourself down gotten your salvation bag? Yeah. There, <laughs> let me, there could be no love quest till the Richmond showed up right. to Canada. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this this would have stayed vacant. Maybe it wouldn't have, but I don't know if a church would have came in here because let me tell you, there was some people trying to get these three buildings and they they was like, huh? And they would have made a lot more money. But what's for you is for you. Here's the other thing, Emmanuel. There is a grace period of time for what God, the blessing to stay on the table. So just because you didn't show up last year and say, yes, your disobedience did not remove the blessing off the table. It ain't too late. Shaka Khan, helped me. Shaka Khan. And then he introduced. So he's anointed. Then he's called forth. And then he goes back after he's anointed the 10 sheep. David was anointed three times. will land it here. The Philistine came on and drew near to David, the man who bore the shield going before him. Mind you, David was tending sheep. His dad said, hey, hey, buddy, go take your brother some sandwiches. He said, yes, sir. <laughs> and when the Philistine looked around and saw David, he said, you, you, you see, the Philistine was looking around. Him? Her? Who am I fighting today? You? You see, he's looking around and he saw David. The small guy. The the uneducated guy. The the, the kid with the felony. The drug addict. The pimp. The prostitute. the, 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 The one with the mental illness. Whatever you qualify yourself. The depressed one. Oh, you think God don't want you because you're depressed. No, you're prime. Oh, he wants you. He needs your story. <laughs> He's looking for but God's stories. <laughs> the one who couldn't get out of bed and open their blinds. The one who was afflicted and oppressed. He's looking for you. He looked around and that bully... You look, look at his standoff. He he scorned and despised him, for he was but an adolescent. And this is what the devil hates: is for you, in your condition, to stand up and still feel qualified. And some of you don't think you qualify to face the enemy, to face your depression. You think you've done something so wrong in your life that you're supposed to be where you at? Nah, 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 nah. The blood. Of, that's why that baby was born. And with a healthy reddish color and a fair face. They called David fine. I need y'all to get this. He wasn't just known as a warrior. He was a fine warrior. Why does the Bible constantly compl- like say, say how people looked? You know, let me tell you something. Yo, your looks and your stature matter. Stop comparing yourself. God needs you to look how you look when Goliath show up and look at you. <laughs> And the Philistine said to David, am I a dog? Oh, yeah. That you should come to me with sticks. Remember to just. You about to come up with me with just sticks. <laughs> I wish y'all could see. This is revelation. This is why I'm excited and you looking at me like I'm crazy. Because I got some revelation on this. He, here's a nine-foot giant looking at this five-foot kid. And he's saying, you really about to fight me with sticks. You really about to fight me with that brokenness? You really about to try to fight me with depression? You really about to fight me with one leg? You about to fight me with that handicap? You about to fight me with that horrible resume? You about to fight me with no experience? You about to fight me with that broken relationship? (laughs) I want you to really look at this man's response. Philistine said, please. The Philistine said to David, come to me. Come on. You want to dare to fight me? Come on. And I will give, this, is, this was David's coming out party. This David's being revealed. And don't th- I want you to know, the Lord wants you to show up to the enemy's lines with your baggage. <laughs> I will give your flesh to the birds. He's talking smack. Then said David to him, you come to me with a sword. David said, the, the, the Goliath said, you come to me with sticks. David said, you come to me with a sword and a spear and a javelin. You showed up here with all of this, all of the resume, all the money. You come up name dropping. You come up with your crew. You coming up with your looks and, your, and all your fine linen. You pulled up in your Lamborghini and I caught the bus here. But this is where your mentality got to be for 2023. Where you put more value on your two sticks with God. This is what the manger did for us. It wasn't just a manger. It was a savior in a manger. And you got to know whatever you got in your hands. It's more than whatever you got in your life right now. You don't got to accumulate nothing else. You are more than enough because he is more than enough. He says, but I come to you in the name. He said, you come with all of this armor. You come with this reputation. But I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the ranks of Israel, whom you have defied. You ain't defied me. You mess with me. You messing with God. <laughs> touch now that's why I tell people that all these people that mess with they just think Malachi is a basketball player they don't know Malachi is anointed and when you mess with the anointed ones oh you, you know how many people said thank you for speaking up thank you for saying something it ain't that I'm just that this way I just go around fighting for my rights no it's God has said you're gonna step up to the enemy's line today and I am about to prove myself Malachi different and only me he's anointed and it's less about being ineligible and it's more about in this moment God's about to reveal who he is in him hey Hey, this, yeah, my job is not to say, let's get them, Malachi. My job is to say, man, look at how many people are responding, and maybe they don't know it, but God is fighting for us, pushing back the darkness, lighting up the kingdom that cannot be shaken. I said, I said, some people said, is he okay? I said, he's only okay because of who he's surrounded by. He got people fighting for him. He got people praying for him. Not every kid when something goes wrong, do they got intercessors? How many high school kids got people interceding for him? And that's our job to let these young people know they are anointed. And that's what we came to tell the devil today. Touch not my anointing. You have messed with my, I don't care if your father is on alcohol. Forget calling him an alcoholic. He's anointed. Yeah. My mama anointed, my sister anointed, my brother anointed. I don't know, but right now put somebody who you've been thinking bad about, who you've been having bad vibes towards, and just put your na- their name in your mouth and say they're anointed. They're anointed. Worship team, come on up. As they're coming up, Joseph couldn't hold himself no longer. This is the place I came into my life. I could, man, I couldn't, I couldn't. You guys don't know as I evolve as a, as a speaker, a preacher, a teacher, my inner battles. I have so much growing to do as a preacher. For those that be like, Pastor T, you be bringing it. Thank you. But I am nowhere near where I know God has called me to be. Thank you for saying, oh, Pastor T, you're anointed. Oh, you ain't seen anointed. Right? You're supposed to tell. I mean, we're not where. It's every day. We're going from glory to glory. There's a lot of work to do. I'm forever being challenged, forever being changed. I'm forever having to face certain weaknesses in my life. I got to be a better husband, a better father. There's things that I can correct to become better. But it came a point where Joseph was hidden. (laughs) And he said he couldn't hold himself no more. Keeping up a front. He said... He told everybody to get out the room because it was time for him to be revealed to his family. And some of you, the call pulls you, creates a gap between you and even family. And this is a year coming where you you are free from explaining yourself. You can't explain being hidden. You just got to be hidden. Somebody walk by a cave and see you in a cave and going to be like, Adam, why are you in a cave? But. I'm just in the cave, bro. Pray for me. But he was crying. Joseph spoke to his brothers I am Joseph. Is my father really still alive? But his brothers couldn't say a word because they were shocked because they left him for dead. God is about to reveal you to some people <laughs> that have given up on you. There's people that you don't necessarily need to know, they've been talking about you behind your back. But just know there are some people talking about you. There are some people that ain't really rooting for your success. Right? There are some people. I tell Matt, there are some people happy he has been deemed. There are some people happy you didn't get that job. There are some people happy you didn't get that building. <laughs> Let them get happy. God's about to reveal you. He said, come closer. Joseph said to his brothers, they came closer. I am Joseph, your brother, whom you sold into Egypt. But don't feel, can I help somebody in this, in this, this, this? Joseph said, but don't feel bad. When you arrive, don't you dare look at your family and say, I told you. Don't you dare show up to the day of your success and repay somebody for abandoning you. Here's what you're gonna do when the blessings show up. You're gonna bless your enemies. You might hire one of your enemies. You know what I'm saying? That's what Jesus did. He hired Judas. Mm. But don't feel badly. Why? Don't blame yourself for selling me. God was behind you selling me. I need you in 2023 to stop blaming other people. They don't know better. What if I told you somebody that's against you, God ordained it. Next time you don't get that job, don't say the devil is a lie. No, you did not get that job because it was the devil. The Lord Lord needs you to keep searching. God sent me here ahead of you to save lives. For some of y'all, I know people personally, for some of y'all time at Love Quest, it's been so good. But the hard part has come and the tension has come with loved ones. But I need you to know something. That what God is doing in your life is not for you to look back. God sent you here and he sent you ahead to save lives. And what your family doesn't know, God is in the business of keeping bloodlines going. And if everybody stop on the same dunghill, the generation, the, the, the bloodline dies. So what you have to go through is to keep the bloodline alive. And sometimes you got to separate from your blood to preserve blood. For God so loved the world. This is what you got. To, the baby in the manger was a father separating himself from his son. Right, right, right. Father. Thank you. I think there's one more slide there. but Father. I come against paralysis. Those paralyzing thoughts. You see this? I want you guys to see this. God has sent you ahead to pave a new path. Oh, Shaka Khan. I'm looking at every person up here, and I know for 100% fact, every last one of you, you're paving a new path for your bloodline. Oh, man. Effie, you're paving a new path. Natalia, you're paving a new path. I know your stories. Andrew, you're paving a new path. And make sure there was a remnant in the land. (laughs) He needed a remnant. This is what we're getting a building permit for. Because we wasn't left a building, we was left a remnant of a building. But what the Lord's about to do with a remnant. (laughs) Father, thank you. Jesus, thank you. Father, thank you for sending your only begotten Son. That we have the promise that joy comes in the morning. Come on, say, Joy comes in the morning. Say, As long as I have Jesus, I have everything. As long as I have Jesus, it's far from over. The glory of the Lord will be revealed in my life. Jesus, because of you, everything has changed in Jesus' name. Just lift your hands right where you are. This is the last Sunday of 2022. And I don't care what happens in this world. I want you to know that God has Amazing plans for his children. 2023 will be the year of the manifestation of God's kingdom like never before. And this is why he's telling us to stretch out our tent pegs, dig deep make sure they're strong because when the kingdom blows anything that's not of it it blows away this is about to be one of the strongest i don't know any other way to describe it but 2023 is about to be one of the strongest most powerful most stable I don't know about you, but, but, but man, stability is vital in a crazy world. I'm talking about measures of peace that you never thought existed within you. The ability to let things go. The ability to let things come into your life. This is the year that sabotage has no power in your life. I'm telling you, you're about to walk into a confidence. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This is the year we remove the lampshade. This is the year we pull up the blinds. Come on, somebody. This is the year that the glory of the Lord will not be held back due to our fears, our insecurities. Lord, we surrender this last Sunday of 2022 to you and we just say thank you man forget forget wait until next weekend can we just take a moment to thank God for bringing us to the 25th day of December come on can we just give God for bringing us through another year come on I don't know about you but I am so much better than this time last year Come on, can we just, for a moment, give God some some praise? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on, take a couple moments. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. May we never get tired of thanking him and giving him praise. May we never get tired of giving him praise. May we never get tired of giving him praise. You thought my praise got on your nerves in 2022. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. 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 We got a few grateful people in here for sure. Thank you, Jesus. Let me help a few people. In the last two weeks... Just saying this week, how many people have been shopping in the last week? Everybody, even if it's been online, how many people have been shopping? How many times do you think you said thank you? Think of how many stores you've been in and how many times you said thank you. Who helps you get to them stores safely, get home safe? Who blessed you with the job to even get the money to buy? That, that's the part right here that we want to take the time because if you get start getting lost in the consumerism of Christmas, you miss it. How many times you walk? Hey, thank you so much. Where's the dressing room? Thank you so much. You thanking everybody, and we just taking a moment for you to say thank you for the one who made it possible for you to even have a reason to say thank you. Don't forget the source, don't praise the resources. And forget the source. Because in COVID and in, in places in the world, and need all that shut down, you don't get to go shopping. Shopping for what? We can't go nowhere. If you're on your sick bed, guess what? You don't need no clothes. You don't need no car because you're stuck on a gurney. And I don't know how many people who have went through anything, but man, do not get tired saying thank you. Because it's your thank you that's going to get you through your next tough season. <laughs> And that's what we did when we seen those tore down tents. We said, "Thank you, Lord." Why? Because you the one that gave us the money to purchase them, and if you did it before, you could do it again. Thank you, Lord. I will never be a two faced worshiper. I will never be sometimey with my praise. I'm not telling you to be shout, to shout. I'm not telling you to do it like me. But what I'm telling you, you can't just think a thank you. Yes. <laughs> I guarantee you when you got your bags from the store, you didn't just try to transfer a thank you. No, you opened your mouth and said what? Thank you. God is a person. Jesus is a person. To who a son was born. (laughs) Amen. Lord, I declare that I will not have to get to nothing to know your everything. I will not have to get to nothing to know you're everything. I will not have to get to a sick bed to know you're a healer. See what I'm saying? We don't have to get to broke to know he's provider. So let's say, let's just take, we're going to take 60 seconds for the whole room. Now, now I don't want you to open your mouth if God ain't gay, did nothing for you. Please, you good. Just afterwards, I want to know, you know what I'm saying, what you living on because... But I just want, but if God's done anything for you, final test, hold your breath for as long as you can. Just hold it as long as you can. You you know what I'm saying? A lot of people in here probably think they're in charge of their life. Just hold your breath. Just hold it. Ready? Everybody going to do it at the same time. One, two. No, you're not going to say thank you and hold your breath. You're going to hold your breath first. So you can discover you ain't in charge. So you can understand that the breath in your lungs is the literal life of God in you. So just go on ahead and do it. On the count of three, we're going to all hold our breath as long as possible. We're going to hold our breath as long as possible, okay? Long as possible, okay? We're going to hold our breath as long as possible, okay? I'm going to count to three. We're going to hold our breath as long as possible. And I just want you to get the revelation that at any moment, that breath can be taken. And if at any moment that breath can be taken, then it would be wise of you to use it for the one that can preserve you. One. Two. And now you can breathe deep through your nose and into your belly so you have a better chance. Because some of y'all don't know how to breathe. So you can breathe. You see? You see that? This is not my real belly, you know what I'm saying? I'm just putting air in it. they like, Pastor, please don't look like that one day. Okay? And then you're going to hold it. All right? One, two, three. If we actually think about this holding your breath like that is stupid (laughs) right it's kind of silly right how many people understand that we need our breath the longer you hold your breath and not and stop your breath from circulating you start getting lightheaded your brain begins to be affected right the same thing that you see physically can apply spiritually Why why would I hold my breath back from the one that gave it to me? And a part of praise is because I'm admitting I need life. (laughs) So I worship life because I need life back. And so when I praise him, guess what happens? I receive life. And I also push out toxicity. So what we're going to do is we're going to have 60 seconds where we all get to praise Him. And I'm going to tell you a couple of announcements, and then we're going to end with a really cool song that everybody's going to sing. Okay? But I want a room full of people that praise God on their own because He's good to you. The Spirit of Life tapped you on the shoulder this morning and said, you got another day. Get up. You ready? We're going to take 60 seconds to just thank him. Go right ahead. Thank you, you, Jesus. We We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. You're so good, God. You're so worthy, God. You're my everything, God. You're my source. You're my strength, Lord God. Without you, Lord, I am nothing. You are my provider, Lord Jesus. You are my protector, Lord Jesus. You are my healer, Lord God. You are my strength. You are my sword. Come on, 30 more seconds, 30 more seconds. Come on, lift your voice if you're unashamed. Thank you for another year alive. Thank you for another year with a sound mind. Thank you for another year with strength, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Ten more seconds. Come on, ten more seconds. We bless you, Lord. We adore you, Lord. We magnify your name. We magnify your name. We magnify your name. name. Thank you Jesus. Come on give God a big old shout of praise one time. Yeah! Bump